Probably coming across more of a boom power. More boom power than bone thug. No, you know what it sounds like is when religious Jews are like praying. You know, they speak really, really fast in, in, in gibberish Hebrew, right? There you go. It sounds just like that. First of the month. First of the month. Garbage juice in harmony. Welcome uh, back. Wake up to the show. The show, Garbage Juice Podcast. Today, August 31st. It's Thursday evening. Welcome to the show. Thank you all for tuning in once again. We appreciate all of our listeners. My name is Ryan in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm here in the Atlanta, Georgia headquartered studio of the Garbage Juice Podcast. Across the virtual dial, my associate, the doctor, the rabbi, the presidente, South Florida Lee. What's up? What's up? What's up? Tell us how you're doing on the first of this month. We're going to we're going to wake up to the first of the month. Get up, get up, get your checks at the month. That's what we're talking about here today. We're right on pace for about 13 episodes this year, I'd say. That's right. Amen. And uh, I wanted to make it 14. So I was just motivated. I was motivated to get us together. And you know what, Ryan, there's no better time than the first of the month and September 1st. It's a great time for a sportsman like myself. Right. We got the NFL starting up. We got the first games of college football going. I think we got what Utah and Florida playing right now. Two giants of college football. Utah, give me two. We got some of the first football games coming in. Utah's up 24 to three. I hope they beat them by 100 points. You know, it's just that magical time where football's coming, the fall's coming. It's that in between moving from stage from summer to fall. We're kind of in a transition, transitory period. We're transitioning. If you will, we're we're in the trans season. Wow. This is a very exciting time. Wow. Wow. <laughs> we're going to Christopher Walken. Very exciting time. Young man's life. Wow. I feel I feel like I'm 29 again, Ryan. And and it's just that that time of the year where people start to come together, things start to align, the stars, planets, universe everything comes together to make up these magical last four months of the year the last quarter mass the last cut cut that the last quadrant of the year how do you feel ryan it's just a continuous roll there's no there's no editing i've never edited Uh, any of this (laughs) i just put a stamp on this envelope lick it and throw it in the box (laughs) sign seal delivered submit Oh boy, don't we know that's true? Yes, twenty nine again. Um, uh, anticipation, eagerness, readiness. It's a Thursday. You have no more classes. Classes um, over, folks. Classes over because you're twenty nine. Um, you have no more th- classes for the week, and you're but you're still in college, and you're ready for the game day. Saturday game day is almost here. We're almost, we've almost reached the weekend. That's what you meant by being twenty nine again, right? I think 29, I think, what was I doing back in university? I was back in college. I was living in college uh, housing. Right, I, was right. going, I was going for state. An 11th year senior. Go state. Go ready for the, who's, who's 
old enough? Who can? Who's got the means? Who's got the connections to buy the good keg? And the yeah. block of ice for liquor yeah. shot ice luge. Who's got the means to do that? Uh, only only the most qualified and the most ready are getting ready on a Thursday. But we're all wanting to be there in our heads. We're existentially. There's nothing better than a Thursday night. Because you, you're not even at the weekend yet, but you're, but you are there. Yeah, it's, it's, you, you have everything in front of you, right? Most of the week has left you, right? And most of the, this is why it's so good to also be at the first of the month. All the month is behind us too. All of this, this sweaty, you know, ridiculous gross. August that we had. Absolutely um, gross. Gross, gross and absurd, I would say, sir. Climate disaster hot. Yeah. <laughs> Not not hotter than our sizzling summer podcast series, but pretty damn hot. Pretty GD hot out there, folks. Not even just for the here us here in the southeast, but also for our Midwesterners. Shout out to all of our Midwestern fans, fans from the Midwest. Right, Midwestern. Right. I'm also I'm aware that's probably a university. As we were just speaking about college sports, I don't want to get confused. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Midwest if it's a college. I don't I don't know. Northwest is a college. Right, that's a Chicago college. That's correct. That's a, a college that neither of us would have ever been invited to attend. <laughs> that is that is an institution neither me nor you would have ever. Uh, they would never have entertained that. And and look who's laughing now. Look who's right? laughing now. Snobby pricks. They can take their elitist behavior, their coastal elite behavior, there in the Midwest, and they can shove it. Now that we're back in the recording studio, before you go off on uh, on what would probably be some type of racist rant, I'd like to ask you what's been going on. First of all, I want to want to stop the hate before we get there. So we start going down that path. Uh, but I also want to ask you what's new in your life. You as as the more exciting member of our duo, I'm always interested to hear about what's going on with you. What an honor to get that from you, Lee. The most dynamic member of the Garbage Juice podcast, Ryan Bassan. Dynamicism, dynamicism does not end here in this studio. It, of course, extends all the way down 75, cross over the state of Florida there into Palm Beach. Beautiful Amen. Palm Beach. Um, it's, a, it's a light that shines not just through Ethernet, also through vibes and spatial it's a light it's at the speed of light uh, and it comes from the heart and this week for me has been a whole lot of off work and challenging myself to drink 40 beers every day because i'm <laughs> off of work isn't that and like the this is america challenge. baseball player yeah like you drank like 45 beers on a on a plane something like that there's been great drinkers uh, of the past. Uh, we we recognize those in the Garbage Juice Podcast. Before we go forward there, that would be a great series. The, the Garbage Juice Podcast Beer Drinkers Championship Hall of Fame. <laughs> Some of the great drinkers of the past. Men and women that could have uh, kegs worth of beer consumed the quickest. Theoretical. Um, Andre the Giant's on that list. Yeah. I've been off of work. So driving the girlfriend crazy. Yeah. Hey, what what's uh what are you doing in the base? Hey, what's going on in there? 
watched a pretty good uh couple movies actually in the past few days rewatched burn after reading with george clooney oh man it's a coen brothers and, movie isn't it and brad pitt and i, I think it is a coen mother coen mothers coen brothers movie and the uh, george clooney character plays a bit of a sketch ball and he built that rocking chair sex chair it has a it's like a chair on a on a swinging gurney thing <laughs> the toy the rubber penis <laughs> so many so many details to that show or show that movie that i picked up on this go around of watching it because i guess it'd been a couple of years since i last watched it so so many good points including when he finally like shows off his his work that he's been working in private he mentions that he could he built it all for like less than 120 bucks in <laughs> material which is would be insane nowadays material costs are up buddy you go to home depot you're spending a lot Ooh. more on that you're buying both piping and lumber oh yeah that's gonna be a lot more but then he he mentions did it all myself couldn't ever really get hard rubber molding down though had to purchase the toy <laughs> he, he so he so matter-of-factly pointed out like he could, he's not yet at a point where he's making dildos right and he needed and i guess people could maybe make criticism on like his ability maybe to be a character actor uh but throughout the movie he's consistently furrowing his brow he's constantly with the hardened sloped dropped brow He's just trying to portray some type of wackiness or kookiness mm -hmm. or some type of been around the axle personality type behavior. And um, it's what we love about movies, taking us into different places and taking us on joyous rides of emotion and scenario. And I, I'm a huge fan. I got to say, of course, I, I love situational humor. I love it when a good cast and crew can make a uh, scene where you just feel like it's so real and you could find yourself mm. even getting carried away about how terrible someone is you forget that it's a show and you could find yourself going into tangents about the characters because all of it's done and executed like you know priests acted in and upon so correctly you find yourself uh, you know blissfully taking in the to-dos of another human being right because it's easy to get out of our own head so we don't have to be in our own heads. So we can just float away into something else that's funner. It's funner than our own thoughts. Because who wants to be left with their own thoughts? Fucking lame. Boring. That's why we bring you juicy, trashy gossip. Now bi-weekly. Or no, bi now bi-monthly. We're coming at you. We're, we're rapid-firing so many episodes this year. We will hit. We will hit the 50 mark. You mark my words. I saw that text. We're at forty-one episodes. Forty-one episodes. This is this is episode forty-two. Jesus. I mean, just take a step and think about that. If you if you imagine all of the work that we we put in, each episode is like a forty-hour work week, essentially. Oof. Combined efforts, forty times forty. That's a hundred and sixteen. It's sixteen hundred hours that's a hundred and sixty thousand hours <laughs> <laughs> and people say yo what have you been doing what you what are what are you up to since the pandemic i don't know six digit hours worth <laughs> of hard nose to the grindstone 
grinding, perfected by craft, knowledge as a service, free at point of use. That's right. Because 90% of those hours, not even behind a paywall. We give it out to the people. We have so many people requesting and asking about our beautiful content. They love it. They want more. We give it to them. Come on, (laughs) folks. We give it. (laughs) Ryan, this has been the the journey of a lifetime together. Yeah. Who would have thought the episode 42 is a milestone? Who would have guessed? Who would have made that connection? Well, folks, we didn't we didn't even know what number we were on. We we hadn't we counted that, we had no that high idea. before. <laughs> we had no idea it would 42 would feel this good. Ooh, baby. I'd say less of I'd say it's the easiest thing I've ever done. You know, again, to go back on some of the earlier bits that you've run on this show, because we do have now a depth of content, a depth of story to pull from. We have a an a, a, a mythic backstory to pull we have like a library of content to pull from um, we're getting what we now call lore boys yeah exactly boys that just exactly. recite to us lore about the show that has been created and perfected over the course of these 42 now 41 episodes that have been um published mastered and critically claimed i I'm I'm shocked we've made it this far and I've been shocked at how easy it's been and as I said like the lore of the show, podcasting is the easiest job in the world. It's junior varsity of sport. <sighs> anybody can do this. Oh, e- easily. Not just anybody can do this, what we do, but anybody. No, at, not at our level. Not at our yeah. level, right? I mean, yeah. anyone can just show up and talk into a mic. You know, you can buy one of these off Amazon. Maybe not the quality, again, not the quality of studio equipment we're bringing to the table here. But anyone can show up with a microphone and a camera uh, and start creating content. But there's the X factor. There's the coming to the game ready to play, coming up to the plate ready to hit a home run. This is what we bring every episode is that X factor. And this level of sophistication in the audio media format, I don't think has been achieved very often, if at all, across human history. So... To, to 41 more, Ryan. Raise your sodas, listener. Right now, your sodas, your beers, your wines, your cognacs, your porters, your portos, your rice wine, sake, your vermouth, your tequila. To 41 more years of podcasting. L'chaim. 41 episodes. I'm not done. 41 years of 41 episodes and more. Cheers. L'chaim. Well, so that's about wraps it up. Yeah. See, uh, <laughs> <in a couple> of... <laughs> it's getting a bit late. Oh, we're done. It's just so easy because it's always funny. It always works. This and many more helpful tips and tricks you'll get from the Garbage Juice Podcast Conference of Podcast Champions coming this fall. A tour, Jacksonville, Cleveland. Tucson, San Diego, Redmond, Oregon, <laughs> Spokane, Washington, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and Bismarck, North Dakota. The Garbage Juice Podcast podcast series of excellent excellence in, in the, the podcast, the Garbage Juice Podcast, Podcast Excellence Conference of Champions this fall. It is a 13-city tour. Uh, t- get your tickets now through our links, through our website links, uh, show note links, as always. Um, you'll find a lot of answers 
pertaining to the garbage use universe and all episodes uh there therein uh information in the show notes um so 42nd episode is there anything else to speak of that doesn't <sighs> wither in the shade of the big the big top of the episode announcements we we hit a high note such a high note from the beginning and then we lose our voice we lose our voice in the in the performance and we think are people looking at us are they watching us are they thinking about what we're doing are are we are we weird are we the weird ones <laughs> why are they looking at me <laughs> you know it's been a slow news week i'm not going to lie we had a hurricane kind of try to run by us do a little I mean, it went it went into the into the big bend, as they call it. You got y'all get any rain up there in Atlanta? Is that what we're going to talk? About? We're going to we're going to get into the weather now. We did get some rain. We did. We did. We might as well end this now, if that's the direction I'm going in. <laughs> uh, we did have a hurricane, Lee, but not of the weather variety. The hurricane was the news. It was the week that was sizzling summer series climaxed into last week we had so much news that it was it is too much news to talk about everyone's in a news hangover people are saying um not thanks to all that news it's too much where else would i like to spend my time where else would i like to spend my minutes of in my own mental palace and the news it's too it got too big it got too big we had too I, I many, feel like too many topics. Everything in the world was going on last time we spoke. What has happened from then until now? Did you see Mitch McConnell recently? Have you seen your your former senator, Mitch McConnell? God bless him. Uh, the White Walker King has as much as <laughs> Mitch McConnell has has as much dialogue as the White Walker King and and the whole Game of Thrones franchise this is him just kind of staring into space he's a million years old he looks like he, he's in the same face as my son when he's shitting his pants in front of me there's a lot of talk about him shitting himself in these moments i'm not around enough elderly to know how often that's a problem it could be a problem why are these people still doing this don't they have don't they have like grandchildren they want to play with? Don't they have family they want to spend time with? Yeah, I want to keep doing this bullshit. I don't understand it. Where are you going? Where you need all this money to keep working? Where where are you taking it? Where what's happening? Uh, we're on a path to finishing the NDA uh, this week. It's been good bipartisan cooperation and a string of uh
question, Senator, running for re-election in 2026. <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> speak up speak up like speak up like that was the issue that was the issue speaking up they didn't he didn't hear <laughs> ask ask me a question ask me a question i hear a question i don't say anything if i don't hear at all if i don't understand everything <laughs> that you say i say nothing that's a normal human response hey, hey ryan it? are you what are your plans on re-election in uh in this upcoming election cycle <laughs> <laughs> How did we let this happen? Oh. <laughs> what? What's wrong with it? Sorry, I didn't What's, speak. What loud is enough. wrong with? Oh, Senator Senator Desand, are you planning to? <laughs> Completely normal response, guys. I don't know what everyone's all fluffed up about. Everyone's getting all spicy over this old man. Let him be old. Stop being an ageist. There's nothing at all wrong with what Mitch McConnell has done here on the podium anytime. Now, I don't I don't find really this much joy laughing at the elderly. But if you're going to put yourself in this situation, right, you know, at a certain point that you just can't do it anymore. You've already had one situation where you just kind of stood there and stared into space for 30 minutes and they had to lead you back into your room, into your chambers for some tea and a few cookies before they sent you back out into the media room. Um, why, how are the oldest people in the country running it? Not very Mitch well. McConnell, Mitch McConnell <laughs> is going to die in a week. Okay. Why is he running the country? Why is Joe Biden who literally cannot pick his feet off the ground? Like he, he's, his feet, he just shuffles through the White House from media room to media room. He's over 80 years old. Why are these people still in charge of our country, Ryan? They're not, like, good at it anymore. No one's happy about him. <laughs> we need a shake-up. We need some good old-fashioned angry mobs showing up to the actual White House. Not just the Capitol. Showing up to the actual White House, taking action. Not us. Not you. Not not me. Not really. I'm not really <laughs> saying anyone should do that. Right. Either. Right. No, we got that. Peaceful protest, please. If you remember last episode, <laughs> please please come peaceful. to the peaceful pro protest. Peaceful patriots stand stand up and stand by. Peaceful patriots for protesting. It will be in the fortnight. Uh, if everything goes well, we can hope that somebody takes care of this issue so we can continue our bread and butter. We can continue doing the, the things that, that we need to do so our lives won't be disrupted. Start wars. Somebody needs to. We can't. Going to get that oil, bro. We can't fulfill that ticket, no. Now with these geriatrics walking around... What are they going to start throwing throwing bombs left and right? We need that oil, man. We have oil, right? We own we own where the oil comes from, right? <laughs> we own these places, right? That's why that's why we have all of our military bases up and running. It's like uh, you just want them to know who's boss, right? At the end of the day, you just want them to remember, like 
hey, by the way, yeah. you know, I'm the boss. By the way, we're the only ones that uh, rolled a perfect on the die. We get power of nukes as defense. We're the only one that can have nukes as defense. We have nukes, but we also have defense nukes. If mm-hmm. anyone else gets nukes in defense, that's an act of war. We've called that position already, so no one else can do that. So we get to decide. We're going to have nukes. We're going to have drone strikes on your premises. We're going to take uh, some of your land. We're going to build some military bases. We're going to rile up your extremist groups. We're going to arm them. We're going to give them something to get real happy about. Uh, no, but we need to do an insurrection internally. We need an oh, internal yeah. oh, insurrection. Yeah. I think here's a here's an article on Fox News from two weeks ago. An aging Congress meet the 19 lawmakers who are at least 80 years old. Wow. The average age of the House is 57. The average of age of the Senate is 64. It's the average. There are uh, so in the House, the House is pretty young, but they got some people that are in the house that are 86 years old. Uh, Diane Feinstein is 90 years old. One of the senators from California. Yeah, she is already like beginning to turn back to earth. <laughs> uh, Senator from California, um, is it your position to be melting like a candle? Or do your constituents <laughs> believe you should? Uh, Grassley... Bernie Sanders and Mitch McConnell are the four senators over 80 years old. I mean, that's that's 4% right there. Extreme age in our rulers. But the average population decline is already set in. People are already dying earlier on average now. Look it up. Average age of American lifespan. Average lifespan of American. It did go down a little bit. From 2019 to 2020, it went down. U.S. life expectancy has declined to 76.4 years, the shortest it's been in nearly two decades. But like that's taken into account, you know, like there's a lot of people doing opiates, right? There's a lot of people like treat, you're not taking good care of themselves, you know, dying pretty like ho- people, hobos, they're, they're taking into account a lot of different people there. You know, this was always a stat that continued to creep up since the industrial revolution i'm I'm just trying to understand why they think it's happening i think it's because everyone's addicted to fucking pills well that was a huge thing with our generation man that was a big thing especially growing up in florida hell yeah that's what i was watching last night is fucking with my wife was painkillers or whatever it's called about the uh, the sackler family it's like absurd funny dramatic it's all these different things at the same time but yeah with the oxycontin that was everywhere in Florida. Yeah, I, I mean, it is like war for our generation. It's like one of the few things that took the place of war for our generation. Because if you talk to anyone around our age, that they're going to have people that they knew, or at least you know, friends of friends that OD'd at a young age from like barbiturates, right? Like whatever the class of the synthetic and pharmaceutical dispensed, lobbied for, doctor pushed. So they, they say it's from COVID. The declines in life expectancy since 2019 are largely driven by the pandemic. COVID-19 deaths contributed to nearly three-fourths or 74% of the decline from 2019 to 2020 and 50% of the decline from 20 to 2021. 
Okay. Well, well, then it's that's all fake then, because that didn't happen. Drug overdose deaths account for nearly half of all unintentional injury deaths. Yeah. Unintentional. That's that's a category. Unintentional injury. That is a category. What is intentional injury? Is that like murder? That's like murder, right? Manslaughter. Or the other one. Or suicide. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. But if you're not trying to die, if you're not trying to die or to kill someone, you can eliminate 50% of your chance of death by just not being addicted to drugs. Boring. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry for even suggesting that. Well, this is a dark topic. People have been affected to this. And the difference was that it just like you didn't know uh, a generation or two ago, you didn't have a like a friend or a friend of a friend that OD'd on Xanax or something. Mm, no. Or Oxycontin. No. That just wasn't that wasn't something you saw as much. And, and this is it, it's not just Florida that it hit bad. It, like I knew a lot of people around Kentucky. So, I mean, any forgotten about lands around the U.S., especially anything that's seen just the extra worst, you know, desolating small towns or defunct rust belt cities. Yeah, those are uh those are good places to just be fucked up on heroin like medication all day. What else do you do? What else do you do when you're bombarded with the opportunity to say fuck it and just go numb at the same time you're given uh, a ticket to uh, all the world's knowledge? The same time that the internet is uh, available in your home office, you're, you're then also allowed to just never have to think about all that information. It makes life way easier. I'll say that, but that's pretty. That's pretty wild that that overdoses account for that large percentage of unintentional injury deaths. Yeah, and COVID. I don't know. I felt like what what, what most of the people who died from COVID like. Well, maybe it, it just actually probably accelerated the death of a lot of people who were already sick and dying. Well, that was the big one of the big talking points at the end of um, annoying COVID years. COVID years are behind us, but we <sighs> will fucking we want to talk about boring. We'll talk about where we were right. And this was one of them. <clears throat> this uh, topic was was like tossed back and forth. Right. Uh, what you just mentioned about. Uh, was there any pre-existing conditions that just were accelerated because of uh, bad health or were the stats getting padded by the lib doctors? There's a significant was Dr. portion. Fauci, <laughs> was Dr. Fauci running around with his clipboard and saying, yes, another death for COVID. Yes. The gremlin Fauci. No more. I can neither confirm or deny those allegations. What I can say is that at any one time, there has to be a large portion of the United States on or close to death. Maybe not like dying instantly, but like a bad flu away from being dead. Yeah. And and I'm not even talking about old people only. People who eat McDonald's four or five times a week. Bad health decisions. People, people who can eat an entire package of double stuffed Oreos in one sitting. And now... On top of the ability, because of the riches of uh, capitalism that have brought us all these conveniences, well, now we have the chance to die 
off of a diet of McDonald's and Oreo milkshakes, but also know that we're going to die from Oreo <laughs> milkshakes and McDonald's. We, we exist in a time where some of us were still young when all this was let out into us. And so when the world fundamentally changed by the internet and all of its joys, all of its uh, highs and lows, we were close to um like it's maybe it was better being a born into this world would be better but if you were an adult at the time that the internet hits the stage uh maybe it's mm. too much for you mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. on top of uh economic conditions changing uh for the average american as well and then yeah you get towns that are just destroyed by policy um th that type of americana can't exist anymore and so no one is really going to stay around nobody uh, none of the top of the class graduates will stay taking jobs because there is no good jobs. The rate of retention won't be the same. The growth won't keep up with it. Other areas that might look just a little nicer, more uh, youth friendly, sexier, hipper places that can offer you uh, music venues of your liking and uh, maybe jazz clubs of your taste, whatever it is that you're into, what, whatever type of scene you're looking for. And, and it just, Com combines to uh, feed the consolidation machine. It's a conveyor belt uh, onward and upward for those that have and those that have not. Uh, Meemaw and Papaw's house will be sold for scraps. <laughs> <laughs> the copper wire and all. You don't have the same opportunity to just be a guy that you know hangs out in someone's guest room or someone's garage house because all those units are already rented out. Everyone's trying to pinch together the last means that they have, you know, so everyone's trying to afford their new prescription and oh, heavily, heavily medicated. We are, the, we are number one on being medicated as a country. But, but medication is, is really fun. It makes things really interesting. I guess we could say somebody wasn't mixing together the proper elixir mm -hmm. or dinosaur turtle man himself <laughs> in Kentucky. <laughs> They uh, they definitely didn't get his meds right. If that's what Sen you're implying, Senator Centurion, Bicentennial Centennial Senator Bicentennial, two hundred year old man. <laughs> don't move, don't talk, out of time, don't think, don't worry, everything's just fine, just fine. Don't grab, don't clutch, don't hope for too much. Don't don't achieve or grieve without me Don't check, just balance on the fence Don't answer, don't ask, don't try and make sense Don't whisper, don't talk, don't run if you can walk Don't cheat, compete, don't listen the one
Mitch McConnell, 200, 200 years. Let's give it up for 200 years of being a senator. Senator McConnell from Kentucky during the Civil War. General Senator Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Famous senator during the Civil War and now still around. Melting on camera while we feast our eyes upon the elderliness of all of our all of our leaders. And it I wanted to say though, we have this massive turn by way of uh K Street, the lobbyist, Big Pharma. Mm-hmm. Big Pharma makes this push twenty-five years ago, right? So the two thousands, the OOs, the aughts are flooded with some bad stuff. Badass bad stuff whatever yeah, you want to call really it yeah but really fun really fun and heavily abused heavily as a, abused as a maybe a knee jerk reaction maybe a bit of a whiplash from the from the opening of the floodgates because one of the most evil things about it for sure is that the doctors were pushing this so heavily onto people so you didn't really you weren't really into a position of needing it and maybe you're not really someone that was ever going to be looking for it but then you thought you were doing the right thing by taking it or maybe you were you were young and irresponsible and you got started taking way too much and you were fucked from that you're just you just you get fucked from this stuff way harder yeah but with the availability of modern medicine becomes really amazing things yeah uh it's not difficult medicine, to get and as terrible as it is in this country it's it's one of the best but the advances with modern medicine combined with the the fucking paywalls in between allowing us to get access to that by means of our own safety or just by availability of uh, how much we're willing to spend. These gates don't allow every American to have access to it the way that they should, the way that maybe a certain class with certain connections like government provided health insurance like our senators like our elected officials have access to that same type of modern medicine is allowing them to stay alive and not fucking die like a normal person would just die because they don't do shit anyways clearly they're not doing anything for us no they're no. not doing shit no, no. they're sitting around doing know. emails you know telling people why stuff can't get done that's it that's their job and answering how, how much work do you think a guy who looks like Mitch McConnell is getting done every day? Just getting out of bed would be a chore. <laughs> it's cruel, it's evil. No one we don't want to we don't want to see this. No one really wants to see this. Yeah, no. No, we don't want pop pop. You got to get pop pop off off the microphone, please. Get him, get pop pop into bed. You're, you're watching the train wreck, but you're not searching for the train wreck. So, it, uh this is what we get. This is where we're at. We're going to get a lot of this. And I don't, I, I hope that it's something that, uh, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, people aren't talking about nearly as much because it just feels like something that's just going to keep happening. Unless we make some like significant policy change to shoot them out. The curtain is closing. The outro music has already started and a few tracks in. Fat lady singing. They got to go. Time get them out who's gonna get them out it's really simple you just need enough people to say enough senators to say you know what this is fucking stupid i think you know i think when the millennials i think our generation would put an end to it we don't want to be doing this shit when we're 80 years old it it absolutely will 
be the thing that probably keeps them alive though waking up and doing the same thing having i mean imagine doing the same thing every day since you were like 20 years old i mean that's what i wanted i wanted to just podcast i want to just talk <laughs> shit i mean what do you think is harder being a podcast host or being a politician podcast I, podcasting is probably podcasting, more challenging podcasting is harder than being a politician because we we get up here on freeze we're done we're replaced oh whew. tucker carlson or don lemon is coming in and yeah, we've already talked about that Again, yeah. going back into the garbage juice lore. Check out Emergency Broadcast Podcast <laughs> early in season two. Uh, t- speaking about broadcasting, uh, the Trump proceedings in Fulton County are going to be live streamed. Ryan, did you know about I this? I certainly hope they certainly hope that they will be. I I think we're going to get a lot of people tuned in. What, uh, what's more wanted... interesting? Here's another question: the Johnny Depp trial. Or the Donald Trump trial, Donald J. Trump. Yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah, I, I could see that. Absolutely, the most famous smoke shot in all of history is one of the biggest events of the summer, the sizzling summer cycle that we've just clocked in at a remarkable speed and grace and beauty. Just really good podcast, podcast after podcast. In Iowa, Pence preaches old school conservatism to a dwindling flock. Mr. Dr. Treason. No more than two dozen Iowans had come to CNC machining in Centerville to hear the last Republican vice president as he pursues his party nomination for president. So here's the vice president of the United States. Can't get two dozen Iowans in a room for free, right? To hear him talk. He is a harken back to maybe a Bush era Republican party. He, he, he quite maybe is, but so is Nikki Haley in a way and like DeSantis. So there's a couple of them in the field, but he specifically, he's dust on an old piece of furniture in the basement or the attic. He's, he is boring. He is <laughs> cold. He just looks like he's probably below room temperature <laughs> somehow. No juice. No juice. No, it's got juice. negative. We give out a juice rating every every election cycle. He's a negative juice <laughs> politician, and he gets the negative juice score. Yeah, negative juice. I agree with that. I, I, you're 100 percent right. I'm looking at pictures of him right now. I, I'm losing juice as I'm doing this research. I'm folks, check out the show notes for <laughs> juice ratings of our political uh, <laughs> candidates. So oh, I'm, wow. I'm doing a doing Ooh, an audio note right there. I can't there wait for the juice notes for the juice ratings. Juice score. Juice score. Yeah, we I need uh graphs. Yeah, charts, infographics. I need graphing software. Just just ask Chat GPT. Just go to Chat GPT. Say, hey, make me a graph. Yeah, let's do it right now. Type in all of their ratings. No, just I want it to give it to me. I don't want to even think about it. Can you tap into my brain, AI? Who's smarter at being an idiot? AI or Ryan? Tune in as Ryan attempts to take on AI for being the smartest idiot. Juice score. Uh, Chat GPT doesn't know what a juice score is. I apologize for any confusion. I'm, I'm not aware of a specific concept called juice scores related to U.S. politicians. Can you... A juice score is how exciting. Ah, oh, 
So I told you, you know, type type in Nikki Haley would give her a two juice stars. I call it tish. Mike Pence, negative three juice stars. Just stuff like that. For example, Mike Pence would have a juice score of negative three. Vivek Ramaswamy might have the highest next to Trump. Creating a universally accepted juice score would likely involve a complex and subjective process. That's what I'm saying. We'd have to input each candidate individually. That would take a long time. I mean, I got I got all the time in the world. I'm sure our listeners don't care. Here we go. We got some we got some initial juice scores from the AI. I just had to push it a little bit. Now it's it's like giving it's like it's basically telling me like I gave you what you wanted. Okay. I can't do any better than this. So we're gonna have to do this. I, we're gonna have to do this on our own. Uh, the, there's no artificial intelligence strong enough in the world to tell me the juice score of politicians properly. Mitch McConnell is a negative two. Mitt Mitt Romney is a zero. Yeah, that's what right. Yeah, it takes it too seriously. It it doesn't it it lacks our sophistication, unfortunately. Worth a try. But yeah, let's talk football. Can we like do a segue? Like a little music yeah. and then dun 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 Mitt Romney might be the right choice. <laughs> Think about of the time right now with with all the noise and the the Bidenomics terrorizing our country, you, you could see uh, like a Mitt Romney type guy really being the choice for the Republicans. They could really pull the Democratic vote because people are not happy. The Democrats are trying to shove this. Look, it's actually good. The economy's good. Look at this. There's 2% unemployment. Look at everything's good, working good. Sorry. We want to see fucking fat wallets. We want to see stuff again. We know what it could be. We know that type of like, uh, just look at the charts, you know, keeping your constituents happy because, you know, the graphs are good. That doesn't work. Yeah. People are feeling the scolding temps of their bank accounts redlining and their, their credit lines. It's just like juice up the credit lines or something. You know what we forgot to mention? The, the writers and actors strike. And solidarity. Every every episode we've done here as independent artists have been devoted to WGA, uh, SAG, AFTA, writers and actors in solidarity. What are they what are they all upset about? I, I've never really looked into it because I mean, as media personalities ourselves, we aren't really subjected to these rules. We just we get to obviously commentate on them, but as significant media figures obviously we're not expected to participate in the strike i mean we're still open we're open for business folks if anyone's listening we're open for business right let's not let's not mistake this for uh for uh we're not thrown in the thrown in with uh the people who aren't making any money right now let's be let's be real uh, we're, we are in solidarity working yeah yeah exactly in solidarity we are working reporting reporting the news Exactly. Frankly, I, I hope the the talks and the negotiations go well to allow for people to do this in the future. The people that we see um, maybe in the news on the picket line, the celebrities, they're just there for like the people that do hair and makeup and set up the stage and set up the lights, the hard work. Because they're the ones getting boned the hardest, of course. Because the ones that we know, the celebrities that we know, that we that recognize their face from movies and television, that comes from them being elite. Illuminati, probably. Oh, yeah. 
CIA agents, operatives, Epstein flight logs, all that. <laughs> those people. Those are the ones we know about. The cameras on them. But that's a small percentage. So like the majority, you know, like the 85 plus percent of individuals, they're just like, you know, somewhere making money in between you and me. Right. So somewhere down there, like 23,000 a year where I'm at and then up to you and everyone in between, <laughs> you know, $22,000 a year and up to six figure that that's going to be the, the um you know in that you know wherever maybe that middle class of america exists that doesn't exist anymore does it i mean that's not sustainable it's not a sustainable model we figured that out we no. put it to the test we put it to the test as a country um so we stand in solidarity with anyone striking for better conditions because better conditions of course mean actual human wages for the jobs that need we need to make movies and television that's that we need these jobs to be human, and they're they've begun to outsource them. So AI is the devil in this scenario, taking on other people's work, and it's again as we just we just did a demonstration. It can't do what the writer needed to do. So if so facto, I mean we're we're asking it to do some really hard, complex things, like to replicate the writing of the Big Bang Theory. I'm pretty sure AI could do that at this point. Yeah, yeah, but could they do Sopranos, right? Probably not, but there's only yeah. But, we'll but maybe on there should only be one one show every 20 years that people watch. Yeah, well, okay. Right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I guess. Maybe it's just really hard to create art and the best artists should be rewarded for that. Yeah. But this is Hollywood. We we are talking about the best. Nationwide will see uh the effects of this. The film crew out here in Georgia, they're not working, of course. Right. They're looking to get back to work. People are looking to get back to work, no mm-hmm. doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, the the Netflix owners, their profits are up 170% since the streaming model started. They like don't really tell the details of a show. They just have all that information that they hold on to and then they there's this Black Mirror episode that went into the, the scariness of like the likeness debate, right? Where, well, oh no, they can just um, recreate through computers all of you into in perpetuity. Then they don't need anyone, right? So they don't really have to pay anyone. So then they'll just kind of own everything. Well, because there's no structure against it. And it would really just eliminate someone's ability to make a living. So what you're saying is that they should get back to fucking work no matter what. <laughs> Stop being babies. Take what the studios will give you and get yeah. everyone back to work. Yeah, I guess that's what all this you is. Should be thanking the stu- you should be thanking Bob Iger yeah. and the studio presidents every yes. moment you're alive Yeah, for the opportunity they're providing you. Lord Iger, I have forsaken you. <laughs> I bow to your knee. And I offer prima nocta on any future bride and all of my son's future brides. You uh, you are given right to my lifeblood at any time. If you need a blood boy, I'm probably not the best candidate for that. I will pass out. You've got some good blood. <laughs> I just pass out when I donate blood. So You've got some blood. You got some nice I, blood, Ryan. I just have to take a little bit at a time. It's not gonna I'm not gonna give you a full bag. It's not going to be a full bag. Well, look, you know what? You know who's not on strike? The NFL. 
Fox, CBS, uh, ESPN, Sunday night. What's no? It's like the NFL. Like, da-da, da-da-da. like this. This feature is a presentation of the National Football League. Each network has a theme. I don't think it used to be that way, or I think it used to be like NFL shows. I remember this one as a Jaguar fan. Yeah. As a Jaguar fan, CBS was how you watched the Jaguars. Da, 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 right? Think about the games you're watching on this one. Oh, yeah. Steelers games, man. All the AFC. AFC. Yes, that's that's how it, it's been divided. Yep. The networks have like these contracts, and it's not necessarily the most obvious thing. Not every season maybe has been like that. It's football season, folks, and we're here live, ready to partake. We're ready to partake in our fantasy football drafts. Ryan, have you done any preparation? No, I haven't, Lee, (laughs) but I'm ready and willing to see how far my fantasy football team can go off of just picking running backs. That's right. I said it last week. My move is just taking running backs and screwing over everyone else's chance to have a good running back. Donna, Chris Barman here. It's uh, it's Sunday night. <laughs> Hello and welcome. I'm Jim Nance. Tonight we have the Washington football Redskins facing off against the Denver Broncos. A mile-high town in a mile-high spirits tonight as we get ready. <laughs> it's it's really, uh, you got to think about it, Ryan. You have to think about this. These like little theme songs that we associate with the different networks, how we're subliminally yeah. connected to that network product that they've created for us, right? Like yeah, we, we we have an emotional connection to that CBS theme, even though it's just some bullshit that some guy made in a studio for a network, right? And that brings me back to childhood watching the Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens play the AFC. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching Jaguars face off against the Titans and the Colts 32 times a season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the CBS feed right there i'm getting ready for an extremely disappointing matchup more times than not but uh ryan totally unprepared for your fantasy football draft coming up in just two days no it's tomorrow oh it's tomorrow okay mine is saturday sorry i'm probably releasing this episode and then uh doing a draft oh wow who you got your eye on this year I was like a pretty good Friday, if you ask me. Um, haven't looked a bit. Don't know. Can't <laughs> really guess. Haven't watched. Don't know the players. Probably still thinking of Deion Sanders or fucking John Elway. Can't 
really guess who is i don't know these kids well they're they're like a less than half my age but i can't wait because mm-hmm. because ai has already stepped up <laughs> and ranked these players i'm going to uh i'm going to search for all ai intelligent picks mm-hmm. um <laughs> ryan we have covered a array of diverse topics today. Um, first of all, we're going to get in the broadcast booth for the first N- for the first NFL game. We have to plan that out, actually. Monday the 11th, we're going to be streaming live on all streaming platforms. So anyone who wants more garbage juice commentary on in the NFL, we do our football-only streams on Twitch. That's going to be coming up on the 11th. Mark that down. So we're going to be in the broadcast booth. I'm going to get a whole case of White Claw. We're going to stack it up into two towers. Two towers of White Claw. I will be the North Tower. Lee will have a South Tower behind him. Midway through the broadcast, we'll take a a metal, maybe tube or cylindrical object, and we'll stab halfway through the tower of cans. And then from that point, we'll shotgun every can. In honor of 9-11 and the victims lost. That sounds great to me, Ryan. Sounds patriotic and appropriate. I'll also have Building 7 in the background, too. I'll do Made a of mashed of- potatoes? Like like make it from like some type of food? like a, yeah. but, but a food that you would eat at a football party, right? Yeah, queso dip. <laughs> building 7. I'll put it, I'll mold it into a container and then I'll flip it upside down so it'll be a little gelatinous. <laughs> And then from there, it'll be the shrapnel of tortilla chips dunking and dismantling the building. And then you could do maybe part of a Pentagon. Oh, definitely a, a Pentagon Jello mold as well. Well, or, or maybe or like, a, just a cake, just like a tra- a Pentagon shaped tray of maybe finger Sub. foods. Yeah, subs. You can grab out the checks mix out of one side. <laughs> 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 I, I wish I could come to your parties, sir, because they sound very entertaining. This is the 9-11 tribute streaming broadcast show on 9-11 for the troops, for those who lost, that lost their lives on 9-11 for the NFL on Garbage Juice Podcast Radio Network. Streaming on Twitch. For the troops. For the troops. <laughs> uh, and uh, I think... I think we're going to have some great coverage of the NFL. Unfortunately, the fantasy league we did last year, I'm not sure is going to continue. Ryan, have you heard from our participants? Uh, everyone but Hunter. And as the contract goes, <laughs> the league cannot continue without uh, 100% owner uh, interacting. So um, unless there's a miracle, I think I think the Garbage Use Podcast, Fantasy International League of Sportsmen, uh, fantasy league is no longer mm. um we will That's we painful. will we will rebuild the guilty party or parties will be punished and we will rebuild it's unfortunate i i mean yeah hunter was always questionable to return after year one so not surprised but uh i am disappointed and a deck of wild cards he trumped them all we want we want to do uh twitch streaming again want to try that yeah yeah we can go live on twitch via zoom live on zoom live on zoom via twitch via zoom via the garbage podcast 
uh, twin tower stations. <laughs> you know, so um, Ryan, I want to get a, I'm always, get a 911 I, background. I want to get you. I want to get you. Are you going to go for the Jets or the Bills in that one? Uh, Bills all the way. That's a tough call, though. It's a game one. That's a real anything goes scenario. Let me get you something special here for our for oh, our Monday night kickoff. So I, you can wear a hat. I can wear a hat. Okay, we can go head to head. Football guys on Garbage Juice Podcast. Hey, have you been recording? Yeah, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Thank goodness you've been recording. Thank Christ. <laughs> wow. Holy smokes. <laughs> That's a great way to end the episode. <laughs> you, you fucking stone motherfucker. <laughs> Whoops. Hey, uh, you know this two-hour fucking effort, intellectual wow. m- melding of the minds you just put in? You recorded that, right? <laughs> All right, so send me, yeah. send me the um, the recording. The it's gonna take a little audio. bit. Yeah. How long yeah. does it usually take for for it to download to finish I, processing? Uh, I have no fucking idea. All right, we'll stop I can try recording. to get. I can try to get it to you tonight. <laughs>